0: What's up everybody, the after show, but later episode number 136, kind of, actually it's episode 137, but episode number 136, we recorded it yesterday, we fucking, my dumbass deleted all of El Cacui's audio on accident, emptied the trash, fucking, was like, are you sure? I was like, fuck yeah, I'm sure.
1: You got mad at me.
0: Spent hours trying to get this shit back, I couldn't get it back. You used all sp- these
1: fucking programs. No, he pulled a spot. He threatened to cancel the show and everything else,
0: bro. And so here we are again. I threw off my fucking headphones, dog, and I said I quit. It was, it was a whole thing. You guys missed it. You guys We had to have that. a
1: power meeting, but since he's so far away, we did it over Zoom. Yeah,
0: it was, it was not, not what we were hoping. And I'm so pissed because it was a good episode. It was a really good episode. Even after we were done recording... We were like, we even talked. We were like, damn, that shit was good, huh? Yeah, fuck yeah, man. We were on our shit. We didn't know got how to And then, and then what? And you got pissed at me, deleted it, and here we are. We had a sword <laughs> fight and make up, and now we're back. Yeah, but here we are. After show, but later. Episode number 136. <laughs> on paper, episode number 136. But yeah, man, you know what? We've done, we have a 69.5. That's another episode. We have an episode that we fucking recorded and lost with I'm Key. We had this episode that we fucked up. So let me see 36, 37, 38, 39. This is actually like episode 140 in reality. 40? 140. So on paper, episode number 136. I know you guys don't give a shit about all that shinfo. So here we go. Let's get right into this shit, dog. I know you have a lot of rapid fire. Do you want to hit some of that shit? Do you want me to go rapid fire? How are we gonna do
1: this shit? Well, I absolutely wanna hit some rapid fire, but I'm all just right. I'm, right now, dude, I'm a, I'm a little heartbroken. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Why? Because not very often do you do that, but we forgot about the homie. We'll bring in the homie baseline tray. Let's get
0: the shit started correctly, dog. Let's roll.
1: On the road to the richest, because it's all about the paper. Now buckle up your season and prepare for the journey. Let the music ease your soul, grab a smith and start burning. Uh, relax with us and take a trip to the heaven. Happy-
0: Here we go, episode number 136 of the after show, but later. If you're joining us for the first time, my name is Daniel Javier Fitz. Also known on this show as D, also known on the streets as DZF Baby, also known as DZF Mr. Stereo Biatch, and next to me is the homie. You might know him as fucking Godzilla. You might know him as El Kikui. You might know him as fucking Is Roger. You might know him as fucking Roger. You might know him as fucking... Go home, Roger. Tia
1: and Tamara style. Ronnie, bro.
0: Ronnie. That's what it is. Ronnie. Fuck. Speaking of Ronnie, we have a shout dope ass Shout out Sammy. Pizza place. Shout out
1: Miguel. Fucking shout out to the team. Husky Nips.
0: Dog, I think we talked about it uh, a few weeks ago. I don't know if it was on air or not, but we talked about some pizza places and shit, dog. at
1: fucking yes. Ronnie's is one oh, of the yeah. places
0: we have here in town. Mm-hmm. I haven't had it in fucking, I don't know how long. And I was talking to my buddy Ralph about it this but it, weekend. But,
1: but hold on. Is it good enough to make Fatty's Food Review? <clears throat> fatty's Food Review? What's that? That's an a Instagram spot that I got. Every town I go, bro, if I eat something that's extra fucking fire. And usually I'm not posting like a lot of high high fucking dollar shit on there. Once in a while, you know, everyone got to splurge once or t- twice a you know, couple months or whatever your deal is. But usually it's local uh, food joints hole in the wall. And if I visit and that shit's smacking, it's hitting Fatty's Food Review Instagram. Is that is that the Instagram of just at Fatty's Food Review? Yes, it is. All right, people, we'll share the
0: link, bro. We'll share the link at the bottom at the end of the show. The link will be right here in the description. So real quick, before we get started, you know, you guys got to hit that like button, comment on it, share it, subscribe, do all that good shit. Wherever you're listening to this shit, if you're listening on Apple, Spotify, all that good shit, give us a review. Give us the five stars if you're feeling generous. If you're not and you know we can improve. Because there's always room for improvement. Give us four stars. I don't give a fuck. Just give us a review. Say something nice about us. Say how fucking handsome we are. Be like, I can't believe these dudes aren't fucking models and shit. Yeah. Let us know in the fucking review. So let's get back to this well, you shit. You know what? Dog. Or
1: better yet, just tell them you found the next up and coming fucking underground <laughs> fucking Joe Rogan's.
0: Underground Joe Rogan's. What is it? U D G. Jose and Jorge Rogan's. Jose and Jorge. <laughs> oh, you know what? Speaking of which, Cavino gave you a shout out this past week, and I think he kind of fucked up what he was trying to say because he said El Kakui is the whitest brown guy I know. I think he meant the fucking brownest white guy. And because I'm I'll like take it either way, bro. When I've heard when I've heard people like that know me personally and they've listened, they've they've asked me, oh, like El Kakui is a fucking Vato and shit and, and this and this. And I'm like, yeah, you know, fucking me and the homie, but He's an Italiano, not necessarily a Vato, yes, but, but I kind of feel like you guys have, I, I, you, I feel like you don't feel, fall into the Rich Davis cookie cutter, nah. you know, white guy shit. I feel like thank it's kind of like- Thank the Lord, bro. Thank you the Lord You got your for own little fucking vibe on it. You got a little more swagger. I feel like, you know, you're fucking going to throw your toothpick out and fucking beat the fuck out of somebody, you know, and then grab a brand new toothpick, you know, bite on it, fucking put your chain back on and go about your business. I don't think Whoa. that's the fucking cookie-cutter Caucasian Rich Davis type person. Not that there's anything wrong with that. No, I, just don't I, I know those cats. I got some of those cats, cats that are friends. You know, that's kind of why I understand his goofy ass. I have a lot of people of those that are friends and family and fucking about to be family and shit after I get married. So a but,
1: lot of shit like that, Doug. When I do my Hulk Hogan, though, bro, and I, I uh, eat my vitamins and I say my prayers, I just thank baby Jesus for uh, putting me in the Taco Flats growing up and meeting the Rudy Garcias and and the his whole family and the Columbus Bo, you know, Bo Ward and his family, and just put me around the right people, man, to get some game as, as a well, youngster. Well, you know what? You
0: got to make something clear if you talk about Bo, because I had somebody, um, I was talking about, I mentioned something about our show, uh-huh. And somebody mentioned that they they thought both they I don't know if, fuck.
1: Hey, bro, Easy E from Lompton. He sees your ass. Just so you Let's know, turn bro. This shit on. Easy does it, baby. Lompton, Lompton. Here we go. Remote viewing. See, hey, them same cookie cutter fucking white dudes and shit want to call Lompo fucking Lompton like my shirt. Like I like Lompton. the shirt. Cause I like Eazy E and I like the shirt, but yeah, they, uh, you know, they think this place is a hood, and uh, but but they're the same type of person you just described earlier.
0: There we go. All right, but you know, um, somebody I was actually talking to somebody and mentioned something about. I don't know if I said like El Cucuy grew up with a bunch of brothers and shit and fucking Latinos and shit and I and grew I, with I mentioned everybody, bro.
1: I had I, I, da- bro, I, check it out. Let me let me add to that real quick. What's we up? grew up with. Indians like that have been here before they lied and said Columbus got here, right? Like old yeah. school, traditional Indians. We grew up with the liquor store Indians. Dude, we grew up with, with Chinese, Japanese, Hamong, Lao. Um, we grew up with, dude, we grew up there. <clears throat> there was a family and I'm not going to put them on blast, but they were like brother fuckers, bro. They were like inbred weirdos. And then they were like Oklahoma. Like they all looked the same. They all had like similar names with like a couple letters changed. We grew up with those type of white people. So like, we grew up with the rich Davis white people, the rich fucking white people, the white people that all looked the same and shared the same name, white people, all kind of different Indian people. So for me, I thank baby Jesus every night for putting me in an area where I could understand how that many different people live their life, what's important to them, what's not important to them, and, and just kind of, you know, pick up some game, you know what I mean? Because it's not all about you. And you know what?
0: Um, when I was talking to my buddy, he told me that he thought Colombo was a white dude because he just listened to the audio. And, and it's funny because... But like, well, he grew up with the same shit. I don't know if it's because like, I I got to meet with you and talk to you and, and him, and we got to do it you know, through Zoom and shit, uh-huh. or if it's because of the stories you've told me or what. But when I uh, when they told me that they thought he was a white dude, I was like, oh, for real? I didn't even listen to it like from that perspective, his voice or anything. Or I don't—I didn't even know,
1: like, right? You know, it's crazy. But, but I yeah, mean, so how is a black talk? dude supposed to talk? I mean, <laughs> even right there, it's kind of like you know, like now there's a certain way, like, so, so to have his back. Trust me, Columbo done put at work. I'd have been there with him. Columbo's a yeah. damn motherfucker. He's got his family's down. They're a great family. And and you know, there's Shout deep, out to in- Columbo,
0: dog. He was a fun guest. He was I've only got to talk to him
1: that one time, but I thought he, he just, was a cool dude. See, but I think with Columbo, he's so confident in himself as well and has so much self-esteem. He's not trying to live a, a certain stereotype, neither. And that mm-hmm. doesn't compromise his he's culture. Just fucking
0: him. He's so, just he who talked he is. about
1: it. He talked about
0: um, how he had Chris Stapleton playing at his wedding. You know what I'm saying? He's Bro. fucking, he's going to do him. And
1: then he talked about you guys fucking fucking up people in Little League and shit. Bro, me, meanwhile, when I went to, you know, a funeral for someone on his side of the family, very important person in, in my life and, you know, obviously his life, I yeah. was the only white dude in the building. It was on the straight west side. So I don't know yeah. what this dude's saying, but uh, Columbus is, you know, he don't he don't need validation. He just, he's just not scared to be himself. And that shows great confidence.
0: Yeah. No, and just in this dude's defense, he didn't, he wasn't saying it to be fucked up oh. or nothing. He All just right, well. said... I mean yeah. to No, movie. he no, he just said he was just like, oh shit. I thought he was a white dude. That's well, all he he's, said. He's multi-cultured. You know what I mean? So yeah. But um, yeah, man. You know what? I got a um uh, you know what? There, there's I know you said rapid fire, but I think we only
1: have one thing so far. Doug, what's up with the rapid fire? Let's keep going. I want the Taylor Ham, bro. I know we were talking about that on our live a little while ago. Yeah, but uh shout out Steve Cavino. You know, he's always showing us love. I mean, he's the fucking man, bro. So he doesn't have to do what he does. So thank you for everything, Cavino, El Cavino. Um, but he was talking about the Taylor ham again, and I know I've kind of bagged on the Taylor ham in the past, cause dude, it's a piece of processed meat, right? Like that's like saying your fucking your fucking imitation chicken sandwich is the shit. So I don't know, but I think they're onto something, bro. He mentioned the SPK. I'm not wow. down with the K, but if I could throw on some like hot sauce or some like chili or some uh, pico de gallo or something, I bet it could smack, dude. And I think you know what? Forget the garden. Forget Statue of Liberty. Forget Brooklyn. If I go back to the East Coast, it's to get me a fucking Taylor ham sandwich. Egg and cheese. I'm going to have to... You know what? I feel like the next
0: time I'm on the East Coast, I definitely need to grab some of that shit too because... I've never I've never had it, but I'm a fan of shit like that. I don't, I don't know if it's a cold sandwich or a hot sandwich. Either way, dog, I fucking love that shit. So, I love sandwiches. I'm I'm down for the SPK, even the K. If people don't know what it is, um I learned this week that Cavino and Rich and people on the East Coast call it salt pepper ketchup. Yeah. So, what they'll do is they'll ask for their Taylor ham on a fucking bagel or whatever the fuck they do, and then they say SPK. That means fucking uh dog the only fucking
1: well, i want S- an spc bro i want a salt pepper
0: chile fuck it oh that sounds dope salt pepper chile that do- you know what there's a lot of shit where you just got to put some salt pepper and chile on it i'm telling so you bro. that's maybe what the west coast does dog yeah Doug, we do sp we have spm over here right the south park mexican okay. we do spc whenever we're fucking eating not really the spk so Ooh. i know i do SP. what about an spa office. bro what about SPA California style? Well, put some
1: salt and pepper on that ass when you're gonna eat it. That too, but some avocado. Oh yeah, A little oh, egg and cheese and and fucking Taylor ham and some avocado, bro. Some salt and pepper.
0: Doug, it's almost e- fucking two PM, and I haven't fucking eaten. And man neither.
1: Bomb as fuck right now. Yeah, it does, bro. So, if any of our listeners out there on the East Coast want to <laughs> do us a solid, I'll cash app you some money, man. Go get us a couple of uh, Taylor ham, egg and cheese with some SPC on it, or no seed. No, just don't leave that off. Fucking vacuum seal it, put in some dry ice, and send it to us, man. Um, we'll, we'll shoot you some cash. <laughs> we got cash app, Venmo, all I, that shit.
0: I'm d- I'm down for that shit, Doug. That'd be so fucking awesome, but. But yeah, man. Um, we had that Taylor Ham. I know, um, man. Covino had quite a fucking um, journey going back to the East Coast. Flightmare. He had a lot of flightmares. He went he to did, see did. Uncle Joey for his retirement. His flightmares gave me nightmares, bro. Thank God I haven't flown in fucking a while. I hate it. So. I fucking
1: hate to fly. I got to fly. Matter of fact, bro, his fucking flightmare story changed my whole for birthday vacation plan. What? How'd you change it? Because he's right, bro. If you think that you're the one that's going to travel and you're not going to have the fucking delayed flight or the canceled flight and like, you know, like it only happens to a percentage, I'm just, I don't know, bro. Like common sense as we get a little bit older, I would rather go to somewhere that's maybe not as tropical, but I know I'm probably not going to have very many headaches than walking into that when they're just canceling flights left and right. So instead of my traditional Hawaii trip in August for my birthday, bro, I think I'm going to take my ass to Catalina Island. Drive down to Long Beach, hop on the Catalina Express, fucking <laughs> skirt across the water, right to the island, bro. Yeah. In August, one way, one, one, more than one way, right? What's the hat?
0: <laughs> Your birthday's in August. So I said you'll it, you'll be in August more than one way. So I will. Yeah. Little birthday <laughs> shot. And so, you know what's
1: cool over there, bro? They got these like their snorkelings not the same as, as Hawaii, but they yeah. got these like these motherfucking fish, bro, they're big. I mean, they're like, they're big, big. And they fucking look at you like you owe them lunch money and shit. Oh, for you know, real? When you're snorkeling? Oh, bro. And there's a shitload. There's like, when you get in, there's like 40 or 50 of them bitches, and they're just fucking staring at you like this, dude. And like, they're just waiting, bro. They're just looking fuck, at you like I don't know if I can do that shit, Doug. That that scares the fuck out of me because
0: I'm like, Doug, you're in their territory. All they fucking know is water.
1: Well, and right, you're lucky like, they ain't piranhas, bro. Because if they were, you'd be toast.
0: Fuck. That, that scares me, Doug. And anything in the water like that fucking scares me because. I feel like as humans, I don't care if you're Michael Phelps, as fucking humans, I feel like we're we're so much more vulnerable than these motherfuckers. So they could I feel like they could just have their way with us if they really wanted to. You said there's 40 or
1: 50 of them. Maybe more more homies. Now maybe more 70. Maybe more. You know why? And that's an understatement. You know why? Because they sell fucking fish food and you can feed them. So when they're trained to know that the motherfuckers get in the water have food, they just wait, dude. And it's like, there's a lot of them and the water's kind of cold. So I don't know. But for me, it's still island. You can still get fresh fish and fucking, you know what I'm saying? And you can, they they don't even You can't rent cars on Catalina Island, bro. You got to pay like 50 bucks an hour and they rent you a golf cart. Would you, would you say that you're an island boy? No, I would not. No, those dudes are fucking on the leva. And if you're old school Cali, you know what the leva is and they're leva, bro. That's, that's all they are. And if you don't know that, you can listen to some Kid Frost and the very, what's that one song he had to hit back in the day?
0: I don't know, but it was mainstream as fuck. It was like on on FM radio.
1: Yeah, he tells you you're in the level on that song if you listen on the second verse. But Mm. no, I don't fuck with them cats. And shout out to Vume and fucking that other cat that got away because they say them dudes are some cult cats and they do some weirdo shit. So luckily them other little island boys fucking broke off.
0: So, yeah, um, just real quick, like Al-Kakui saying, there's a couple of dudes that broke off that were part of, like, the Island Boys. that They broke off before the Island Boys started doing some weird shit. And Kakui over here is actually talking to one of the dudes that we might have as a guest, possibly, on one of the upcoming shows. So, he'll yeah. give us all of the inside scoop if we want, you know? Well,
1: my thing is, is, like, yeah, they, they broke off. I guess they're into some Satan shit, bro, and if you, like... I think it's Kodiak Red or Fly Soldier, one of them cats. Like, if you, if you look on TikTok or on the YouTube, bro, he says he sold his soul. They asked him what his ring represents. They're like some weirdo shit. And to me, that's like, bro, it's weak. And I know they say, like, in hip-hop and in movies, you can't really reach that pinnacle unless you do it. You know, you hear all them Illuminati's and the weird party stories. And, like, you know, we hear all that stuff. So I would rather be a, a mid-level actor or a mid-level artist and not gave up my booty then um, you know, sell my soul and engage in some weirdo shit to get to the top. And the fact that they did it, if they did so quickly after they had one little hit fucking TikTok video, that's like the, uh, the roast beef, my roast beef because I'm brown roast beef. That'd be like that chick selling her fucking soul because she had one TikTok video that mm-hmm. went mainstream. And I don't know. It's weak. It's weak to me, bro. It's weak to me that I don't know. It's just the whole storyline is weak.
0: You know what, I, I kind of want to switch topics real quick, and this isn't rapid fire, it's just something I, I want to get in real quick. And when it comes to Doug, I, we mentioned at the very top of the show that we're recording this again, even though we already did because of my fuck up, apologize for that, Al thank oh, you for right, being a G, a G and fucking doing this shit again, so but good. there's one of the things that Kavino and Rich talked about this week was that a lot of people that were starting podcasts, they fucking, they're starting to, you know, sell their shit. So right now you can get podcast equipment for fucking next to nothing because everybody and their mama... I'm I'm confused though,
1: bro. It's already next to nothing. You can buy a fucking four-track pod thing for 200 at best, buy 0% interest for 12 months. <laughs> pay $4 a month or what? Yeah, bro. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean you're only really
0: talking about 50 bucks a month or whatever it is. Yeah. yeah but, but see, so check this shit out. A lot of people are selling their shit because they figured, oh, you know what? There's Joe Rogan. There's Flagrant 2. There's fucking This Past Weekend. There's fucking Tim Dillon. There's all these people that are making these fucking millions of dollars with their podcasts. I'm going to be one of these people
1: not knowing, you know, but what? really, are there all these people or they're just a select few? Like how many people really make millions of dollars on a podcast? Millions? Not a lot.
0: I'm okay. telling you for sure. But, but a really good living, there's a shit ton. But the thing is, Doug, is that if you look at people like even Joe Rogan, Doug, he's blown up in the last like. Let's say like four or five years, right? Let's say he's like really fucking blown up to where he's Joe fucking Rogan. Mm-hmm. Doug, he's been doing this shit for like twelve or thirteen years already. So people aren't looking at the first eight years of him doing it. Yeah, no. You know shout out
1: Thor because Thor's been listening to him probably for like eight years, solid.
0: And and so look at Doug. This is shit where where I look at. Like, I mean, I'm I'm a fucking Rogan fan, and I've been listening mm, probably since like 2015, maybe 2014. So um, I look at it like there's also like Theo Vaughn, right? Theo Vaughn's been popping and shit as a comedian and with this podcast and shit. He's been doing his podcast since like... Any relation to urgency? Uh No, but I've never, I've never even thought of that. But no, these people have been doing it for over five, six years where, where people think they're going to jump on a podcast, make millions of dollars. And this actually goes into the reason why I'm bringing this up, not only because it was talked about on Kavino and Rich, but because I was actually at my buddy um, Luis's parents'
1: house. I talked about the dominoes and shit. I don't which, is, I- which is even crazier, bro, if you think about it. Because I know it's not technically a podcast. But Covino yeah. and Rich have been doing a motherfucking show. In since 17 I-
0: years, dog. Yeah,
1: dude. And that's fucking multiple hours a day, five days a week. Actually, Doug, they're going on 18 years because they started in 04. Yeah, that's and that's why Rich Davis has the charisma to be able to lead... A, a radio show with some dipshit that totally is killing the vibe vibe killer and Rich is able to pull that shit through. They are, you know G's, what, and I, I can't,
0: I have to get back, I'll get back to my point real quick, um, actually in a minute, but I want to talk about that. Shout out to fucking Rich Davis because the homie fucking Carl Reinhardt hit me up and he said that he listened to Rich when Rich had to fill in for some dude on Fox Sports and do a show with like a dude named like Bucky Johnson or some shit. Right. And Carl Reinhardt told me that Rich came in the ultimate professional, carried the fucking show. And right. if it wasn't for Rich, that episode would have been just complete shit. So shout out to Rich for fucking making Covino and Rich look good. You know, what's good, like, like Covino said, what's good for Rich Davis is good for Covino and Rich, which is good for Covino, Rich, and Spot as a fucking show. So shout out to Rich for fucking putting it down over there, you know? And yeah, shout out for Spot for getting out of his tantrum and coming back on Monday. So that that was actually that was good. We got to have spot back on the show. But you know what I wanted to say real quick was um Luis's dad asked me this weekend, he was like El he, So El Vinado hit me up and was like, hey, he was like, Do you make Legend. money? He's like, Do you make money doing that podcast? And you I should. was like, No. I was like, not really. And then um millions should be fucking flowing in if you have. And me. he was like, Oh, he was like, So why do you do it? And I'm like, Doug. We we if we did this shit for money,
1: because right now, bro, we're getting free game. Right now, they're just people are getting free game. I don't know if you guys understand that, but like, we're just giving you the game for free, man. We should be getting millions. We should
0: be. And look at Doug. uh, What I look at it like is if we would have done this shit from the beginning, like, hey, I'm gonna do a fucking podcast and we're gonna make millions. We would have stopped doing it a long ass time ago. You know what I'm
1: saying? Because part part of me is conflicted, bro. When I was an itty bitty kitty, you know, I was just a little a little grasshopper and shit roaming around the turf Mm -hmm. they told us a long time ago the game is to be told or to be sold not told so we're giving it to you for free so it kind of conflicts me a little bit but hey we got to do it for the people
0: and i mean if you want to really think about it just like being that we fucked up or i fucked up yesterday's episode now we're doing it again that just shows you how committed we are to fucking do this shit for free so right. um it's it just fourth, it, in,
1: fourth of july i'm gonna go ahead i know we don't ever fucking say it too much but yeah it's the fourth like we had this shit pre-recorded on the third ready to go and fucking you know shit happened and and you know what though they kind of people kind of got lucky though because i wasn't on video it was over the audio of a, of a car right i was on like my bluetooth speakerphone so it, it works out better for the listeners i think mm. but but at the at, but you're right man i don't want to i don't want to undershoot our dedication yeah and you know um yeah, like you said, we got shit to do
0: later today. I fucking, I have limited time because I'm supposed to go on some shit with my family and some friends and shit, and fuck, it, it's just, we're here, but but we're not here to fucking just swing from our own, own nuts. We just wanted to now, let you guys know. And um, we appreciate
1: you and everything you do, and that, that's why we do this. You know, we do that for the listeners. We do that for the people that request the fucking fucked up audios that we don't even feel good about putting out, but they're so down, they want to hear it anyway. They anyways. still want to hear it. And we appreciate all of you guys. I got to give a shout out to fucking um, Dirk
0: Shots because the (laughs) dude, I just saw that he commented on our last video and I haven't got back to him, but he mentioned something. So Dirk, fucking, if you're listening to this episode, which I think you will be because you you sound like you've been listening to all of them, um, just shout out. That's not
1: Dicky Shots or
0: what? It's not. It's actually a real dude. I I saw him on like Facebook and shit and he's a, a real
1: dude. So he's a real boy. He's a real boy. He's a real boy. Well, shout out to him and uh, I'll, you know everybody that tunes into us. Uh, happy Fourth of July, and I got something for you. All right, what's up? Happy Fourth of July, everybody! Are those fireworks I'm hearing? Hey, your audio stopped. Like you, I can't hear you. Yes.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, it must have been, I guess you can't do both or some shit, because your mouth was moving, but no words were coming out. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, man, but let me see, there was, um, <laughs> this is probably going to be the 12th time we've talked about this now,
1: <laughs> because
0: that? we did a live earlier today, we fucking talked about this shit on the one we recorded, but I want to know, real quick, give me your fucking 10 second uh, analysis of
1: the Beavis and Butthead movie. I fucking liked it. I actually kind of loved it. Mm -hmm. Gotta have it's a stretch. Um, However, I have watched it two different times. And uh, it was dope both times. And I don't know how you don't like Beavis and Butthead. I know that uh, Rich had mentioned he didn't think they pushed the envelope far enough for 2022. Mm -hmm. Because it's kind of similar content to what they did back in the 90s. And I agree with them. I don't agree with Rich very often. So if you're waiting for this moment and you want to fucking record it in time, do so. But uh, (laughs) on this situation, I absolutely agree with him. Um, You know, I think they could have been a little more raunchy And they could have been, you know They could have been a little more foul But with that being said, it was exactly how I remembered Funny as hell And you know what, the only thing I'm sad about And I think I even shed a tear Is that they didn't score They didn't They they didn't, and there was even a clip in the movie
0: Where they cut to It said like, here lies Beavis He never
1: scored no, and it, and Like and it a little you.
0: fucking funeral shit Or whatever
1: yeah, Intelligent Beavis scored, but that kind of don't count because they're mythical. You know what I mean? Those are, those are like, I don't know. They, they could time. If you can fucking time port, you should be able to score. So Earth Beavis never scored. And one day, hopefully he will in my lifetime. Doug, you know what kind of fucking makes me a little sad about time travel?
0: Hmm. Is that, you know, they talked about.
1: Real quick. Was... You know, what? I got to interrupt real quick. All right. One thing that makes me sad is I just thought about it. The Raiders will finally probably win the Super Bowl. When Beavis scores. Continue. <laughs> that, you know, one thing that I heard, I don't know.
0: Maybe I heard some fucking, like, smart dude. It had to be, obviously. It wasn't some dipshit. But they were talking about time travel. and if You don't have ta-
1: Siri on your phone? You have a dude?
0: Yeah. So, um, what they mentioned was, if time travel ever does, because time travel is, like, a possibility, right? With fucking physics and quantum shit like anything's and all this bullshit, right? So, um, with that being said, one of the things that was mentioned is that if time travel does, if they figure out a way to do it, it's only going to be possible from this point forward and we can travel forward and backward, but from this point. So it's not going to be like how in the movies where they're like, something about fucking crazy shit that I'm too fucking dumb to understand. But if so it would be like you know we think of time travel we think of like oh that'd be dope i would go back to fucking um third grade and fucking pet my dog that died or some shit pet my monkey pet my monkey third grade be like oh fuck i could pet this shit already i'm only in third grade you know so that would be kind of whack i'm like i don't even <laughs> give a fuck then dog if i can't travel back to the fucking 1600s Do you like to pet my monkey shit, then i don't want if i can't you know travel back and pet my monkey
1: i don't want to fucking travel back so hey i just I had a stoner about, moment too what's up you know how they say that the Aztecs just disappeared or the Mayans or whatever, and like civilizations just disappeared? Maybe I'm all chiefs right now, but I'm calling bullshit, bro. Maybe. Well, I know I'm chief, but <laughs> here, here, yeah, I'm calling bullshit. And you know what I'm calling bullshit on? What's up? There is 7.5 billion people on this fucking planet right now. Hmm. If we all just fucking croak from some asteroid or some fucking whatever the fuck, I don't care how long in the future people come don't you think they'd find the carcasses and the the bones if you had 7.5 billion bodies that fucking died there would be bones everywhere bro you hear i
0: don't know how true this is i don't know if the rumors have been confirmed or fucking not or did you call uh, harvey from tmz But I, I, you know what? I think TMZ has probably reported on this shit. But what are you thinking? Do you think Cap fucking really had a shitty fucking attempt to come back into the NFL? Or do you think that Kaepernick, you know, because they're saying, you know, his people are saying it wasn't shitty, of course. Um, But everybody else sounds like they're saying that he had a shitty fucking tryout. So what are you thinking? Do you think it's true? Do you think it's fucking
1: rumors? I don't. I, I, I'm not saying he had a great tryout. And I'm not saying, obviously, if it was that dope, they would have signed him. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not going to say it was the best tryout in the whole world, but I think that, again, in, involving that dude and the storyline and the clickbait and the headlines, I think people were just grasping at something to talk about. I mean, he got a team to the fucking Super Bowl. I don't think he had a shitty tryout by any means. Again, if it was that dope and they thought he was the next Tom Brady, who would have signed him. So it probably wasn't great, but, uh, how come it can't be somewhere in the middle where he did all right and we'll think about it and let's talk without it having to make headlines that fucking he's still being blackballed, which, which he, which he could be still being blackballed. But you know what? I think that, that you, you said it.
0: I think you said it because you said, you know, why could he fucking have had like a decent one because it wouldn't have made headlines. That's exactly why. Because if he had a decent turnout and it was fucking, you know, or I'm assuming he did, because we talked about this shit on the one we didn't record, but a lot of people, you know, quote unquote, like when you, when you think of, you know, people, um, there's people that are far left, there's people that are far right, but in reality, Doug, most people are kind of in the middle, and I kind right. of feel like that with his fucking, with his um, tryouts and shit, right? I'm sure it was kind of in the middle, but that doesn't make headlines. People aren't going to click on, hey, fucking um, Kyle, I almost called him Kyle, fucking Kaepernick came... And, you know, Colin Kaepernick had a fucking decent tryout. That's not a fucking headline. Colin Kaepernick had a shitty
1: ass trial. Boom. People are clicking on it. Let me read the fucking audio or article. Well, but, if, but then it goes back to the Seahawks. Well, the Seahawks are now talking about it. And like it just still gives it keeps the storyline rolling. Right. If if you just said, hey, we'll see. Then you're kind of like, you know, on a phone call, like, hey, I'll get back to you. Right. If it's, hey, we'll see. Let's talk. It kind of kills the storyline. You might be able to inquire later, but like it kind of cuts everything off if they're saying, you know, it was shitty or or fucking, you know, because like you said, in politics, most people are in the middle. But like I'm Democrat on some shit and I'm Republican on some shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so they probably did the same shit. He had a decent tryout. But they're already now saying he had a shitty trial, they're generating more news. What happens if we really bring him in, even though we think he can help the team? Is it worth it, bro? Is it, you know, because I just saw a segment on ESPN, and I forgot if it was for a basketball player or a football player, but they were talking about taking a guy in the draft that they knew the guy they could have grabbed instead was better. Mm-hmm. And the analogy oh, I heard that. I heard yeah. that it,
0: it was on Skip and Shannon.
1: Yeah, the 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 analogy was is that yeah, this guy we didn't grab him because he's going to be out till three a.m. or four a.m. the night before game, and Mm -hmm. yeah, he's still going to come in and get his thirty points and ten rebounds, but he's going to take four or five guys out with him to the fucking to the bar at three or four in the morning, and they're going to fucking suck. So you know, yeah, he's going to be able to come in and do his thing, but he's going to have a negative effect on five or six people, and that possibly is going to cost our team being a, com- a competitive advantage where the dude that they took is going to have a positive influence on those. No, I saw mine on Gary Vee. I think Gary V. was talking about it and he was talking about a GM explaining to him why he took someone um, that wasn't the best player available. And the GM also said, the guy that we took is going to keep those five or six people out of the fucking bar altogether. Mm-hmm. And he might not give me 30. He might give me 20 and, and seven, but, but everybody he, else is going to contribute as well. He's going to be better for the team as a whole. And, and so that's kind of where I'm at, bro. Yeah. No, I feel you 100%. And um <laughs> I I feel fucking stupid, dog, cuz
0: we've hit on this shit 30 times, but I have a quick little um, I'm going to go through a couple little rapid fire things. Um pew, pew, pew. The new the new Elvis movie, have you seen it? Are you going to watch it? Do you hate
1: it? Do you love it? Do you fucking are you have no interest in it? Let me know. Man, they said that man didn't leave his room for the last year of his life and he was backed up with fucking constipation for three months and he didn't bathe that last year of his life and they talk about all the nasty food he ate in between all that he's more like smell this to me and uh i mean no disrespect to all the people that love elvis because i guess he was the king of rock and roll but um yeah i'm not i'm not probably i'd um, rather go see jurassic or black phone or uh
0: even top gun i feel like um it's crazy because i've known people that have been on crazy amounts of pills where they've been backed up like that where three you months get, you get not three months but really fucking really crazy constipated dog where so they how do you unplug like, bro how do you unplug when you're like that uh i don't know i know dog from one of the things that they've told sure. me is that they've taken fuck a gang of uh like laxatives and shit but it still didn't work and i was just like fuck what do you do dog do you just start throwing up and shit or like how do you because it has to leave your body right so, what the fuck are you just you know because I remember people fucking holding their stomach telling me that they they were so plugged up it fucking hurt, and I was like to the point where they even fucking ducked they got hemorrhoids
1: and shit because they were pushing so hard. you'll croak bro you, my, my fucking my pop had sepsis, bro, you'll get sepsis if you don't get that stuff out of there didn't um didn't
0: Bob Marley have a song called that sepsis uh, oh, no, yeah it, I it think... was it was Exodus, okay, okay, yeah close but. On. But yeah, when it comes to the Elvis movie, dog, I think I'm going to check it out again. Fucking Mike Durban gave it a good review. Fucking Tommy Hinton. Shout out to Tommy Hinton. I know he don't listen, but hey, what up, Tommy Hinton? Um, He said that it was dope. So um, I think, dog, I'm definitely going to check it out. Never been a huge Elvis fan, but I think it'll be a dope movie. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Let me see. You got any rapid fire we can go through?
1: Um, you know, fucking Spot, man. What about, what about him fucking getting upset and leaving and they had to fucking talk it out and now he's back. What do you think that shit was all about? Um, you know what though, dog? I think, I think everybody in the argument kind of
0: had valid points. I think Spot, because Spot's irritated because he's like, dog, he's like, I want to fucking, you guys expect me to work fucking 10, 12 hours a day. When we're done with the show and then like Rich is like, oh, I took a fucking nap, you know, and I had nothing to do. And I'm sure that's got to be frustrating because he's over here going like, hey, I'm fucking trying to see. I'm trying to fuck. You guys want me to put out all these fucking clips and shit and do this and do this and all that dog cutting up all that shit and doing all that shit. is very time consuming. Right. So I could see where he's
1: irritated about that. But I could also see where but that's his role, though, Two. So when you go into business with someone, I mean, that's not their specialty. It's not like they can really cut it up the same way for him. That's his part of the team. And that's kind of what he signed up for when they made him a third partner. That's what he brings to the table. Yeah. But see, if they're saying if It's not his personality, bro, if but see, the thing is, is I'm like, no, no, if it really is,
0: though, if it really is a partnership, if it really is a partnership, then.
1: How, like, how many clips are they cutting up and putting out? Right. But are they, but do they have, do they do it like spot? So now, so the thing, so I guess that's what I'm asking. So have you ever been partners with somebody on a business or anything like that? Yeah, for sure. And, and I know that like hard labor is is one thing, you know, like you don't want to be doing all the hard labor and your partner not, but like, don't you just divvy up the shit that you're good at? Like, isn't that success? Like having Steph Curry guard your fucking best offender doesn't seem like it makes a lot of sense to me. And and maybe the, the guard in the best defender is more wear and tear on that big man's body and they're more war, they're banging all night long and he's just kind of running around. But that's what's gonna make the team win. Mm-hmm. No, I, I feel you, I just feel like
0: it I just felt like it was a little bit and then Rich Rich tried to try to stay out of it. Did you see him with the tortilla on his face and shit? Uh-uh. Well, fucking The whole time they're having this argument, Covino and Spot are mostly going back and forth. Rich, he's Doug. It looked like I put a clip up on the Carl page or something of Miss Doubtfire, because Rich is trying so hard to fucking stay out of it, mm-hmm. but you could see that he agrees with Covino. He just don't want to get into it, you know. Does Spot and, do
1: it? Does Spot still work for Sirius XM?
0: No. Does he do any else,
1: any other stuff on the side?
0: Yeah, he has his, um, his 90s throwback shit that he
1: does with, like, Kid Kelly. And he does some other freelance shit. Because these guys also work a second job, too. And they're also recording other shit, too. It's not like they're just fucking jerking off after the show stops. And they got families. He's also fucking the single dude. Like, I, I think that when you look at it as a whole, he's a single dude. He doesn't have kids. Him and his wife don't spend a whole, whole hell of a lot of time together. He's got the most free time. But so, okay, but that's kind of like so
0: in his so in his free time, since he don't have kids, he's supposed to spend it on the show.
1: I'm not saying that. But again, what I'm saying is I think what I'm what I'm saying is he brings a special talent to the group that the other two members can't duplicate like they can try and they can get by and we watch them record, and they can hit the button and maybe fuck with some knobs and, and do what they do. But I've been in the industry and I can promise you right now that cutting and pasting and editing is not Covino Rich's forte, whether they can get by or not. And, and I think that if they were to, to participate, you would lose a certain quality probably to the show. Hey. And, and so it just, you know, as, as a partnership, that's just what his requires. It's seeing, a little more you know, time. The thing, though, that I felt
0: was, like, a little unfair is that Covino was giving numbers. He told he told Spot, like, I'm keeping track. Like, I've done 18 um, behind the velvet ropes to year two. And uh, to me, I just feel like that's a little unfair because he could easily say, well, I've done fucking 300 clips that I've edited to your fucking two. You know what I'm saying? So I just feel like if they... they are, I feel like... I see where everybody was pissed. I see where Cavino was pissed. I see where Spot was
1: pissed, right? I got a, I and, got a solution. What's up? I just think that if maybe Covino and himself and maybe Rich himself post about three to five more personal videos on Instagram, a little more Son of rage, a little more dicky fucking brown pinky, and they just do some more content that way, it evens out. I feel feel the
0: same way. Because they're the
1: ones that... They're the faces of the show. So I think if if they want to offset spots behind the scenes work, they could make up for it just maybe uh, doing a couple more lives and a couple of more things on Insta. Not a whole lot. Maybe like, you know, three to five more clips of like 10 to 15, 20 minutes of just even stupid shit that they're just doing in everyday life. You know what I mean? And not even even 10 to
0: 15 to 20 minutes. I feel like that's even a lot. I feel like people would be stoked for even... Five minutes a day, like, fucking, hey, you're going to, I'm going to go to Ralph's. I got to go pick up some shit. You fucking, you know, turn on your live and be like, hey, I'm headed to Ralph's. Fucking, what's everybody up to today? Cool. All right, right. cool. I just got here because I live fucking three minutes from Ralph's. Hey, Let me you know show what? you this
1: dope-ass fucking garlic pesto noodle fucking I'm <laughs> uh, spicy noodle when I'm done. Well, think about it. Think about what Gary
0: Vee said. He said that his biggest video on Instagram is where he's talking about blueberries. So it's not even where he's talking about you know, you got to do this to win in the game. You got to be this on TikTok. You got to put out this much content. Right. And, and so, about how you can lot, make
1: money and fucking better your future.
0: Right. A lot of times people are interested in the, the you aspect of
1: it, right? The you that's making that you're a human. Well, so, look at even the Island Boys, bro. Those words didn't make sense. Those lyrics were no good. That shit was a bunch of fucking gibberish that they were just doing freestyling. But they were at a poolside in Miami. It kind of looked tropical. They had them crazy ass hairdos where you couldn't really figure out what the fuck they were. He didn't know if they were human, aliens, or what was going on. And it captivated. You know, it's funny, dog. that it's so, I don't know if
0: it's because of like, the jewels and shit that they had on them in the Beavis and Butthead movie. But they kind of reminded me of the Island Boys now that you're talking about it. They are, bro. Do you remember Butthead, the futuristic ones that they had? The futuristic Beavis and oh, Butthead? Oh, yeah, yeah, the shiny ones and shit? When they came, they had, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, they had like jewels and shit on them. And to me, it so. reminded me of like the Island Boys, like tattoos and shit. And they're like so skinny that they kind of look like they have like longer heads and shit
1: help us start a trend bro we need, we need to fucking put a side by side maybe you can cut that in Are the island boys fucking and beavis and butthead the same people I, i'm gonna Doug. i'm gonna fucking i'm gonna do that i think we just discovered something Doug. and maybe you can give beavis and butthead some dookie locks and so we can see if they fucking a real comparison remember when they were doing the island boy trend yeah and everyone had their tiktok
0: fucking hairs and shit that would be fucking funny i i think that's definitely something we could fuck with and um but all right, Doug, what else you got? I know you had, um, we went through a couple of your rapid fire things. Do you have anything else or do you want me to, to look for some shit?
1: Well, I, I did. I had one that we didn't talk about on our live, but we did talk about on the episode that got deleted. And it was TikTok etiquette amongst your friends. And not even just your friends, because obviously social media, you, some people send videos of people they're not even really friends with, right? Maybe they yeah. met them somewhere or some shit. What I, 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 I'm fucking telling people here today, that listen to our show, that you need to have some type of self-awareness and be courteous of the people you send videos to because your humor is not their humor. And if they watch too many of fucking your videos, now those videos are gonna pop up in their algorithm on their page. And that's just, you know, if I gotta scroll through 100 videos and now 10 have algorithms for the shit you sent me that I didn't find funny, bro, come on, man. Come on, like know, know the person you're sending it to if you do send it, make sure you guys share a common interest in in that video or it's just hella hella funny that anyone's going to laugh. Like and then and then what's your number, bro? Like what are you okay with? How many videos a day or a week are you okay with people sending you? What's what's is there a number that's okay? Like I know like there's all this text etiquette now. What's your TikTok etiquette? This is what I'll tell you about the number.
0: If somebody sends me something like during the week you might send me like 3, right? To maybe. me maybe to me, that has more, that, that has more merit than somebody that's sending me 30 or 40 at a time. Because if I'm like, hey, you know what? Alka Kui sent me this one today. And two days from now, you send me another one. I'm like, this is shit. Cause I know how much content you consume on like TikTok especially, right? I, I'm, so I'm watching like, it hour a day, like, bro. If this dude is gonna send me something, he really enjoys it, he really thinks it's funny. He and, really, and let me
1: pause you for a second, real quick. I watch TikTok for everyone out there that's listening to our show, even you guys that are listening on the moon. I probably consume forty-five minutes to an hour a day at TikTok, and I might send this guy three videos a week. Yeah, let that sink in.
0: So, see, what I'm saying is, if you're fucking, there's, uh, and I know, I know this dude watches a shit ton. So I'm like, if he's gonna send me a few videos, there, there's gonna be something that I know pertains to me. Maybe it's something about Arizona. Maybe it's something about fucking, you know this is why your fucking homie that you do a podcast with is fucking buff. And I'm like, oh, fuck, he's right. Fuck. It, it's oh, one of you know, a, it's one of things. one a compliment? It's so, uh, you know, I, I know I'm going to watch those three that Al-Kakui sends me. If you send me 40 videos, now what I'm going to have to do is. Well, and you're almost,
1: you're almost a dick if you don't, because I only send you three. You're almost yeah. a dick if you blow those off. Or if somebody sends you like one video, maybe a yeah.
0: month, and you don't, yeah, I'm not going to watch that shit, right? All right. But it's almost, see, That's almost a dickhead. That's almost dickhead. So now, now it's on you, right? Right. But if somebody's sending you 40 videos now, because you don't want to fuck up, you don't want to fuck up your algorithm, you're going to watch, you're going to go through the thumbnails and say, oh, I could see there's some text on this one. What is that about? Okay,
1: cool. You know, I'll but probably even that watch this effort. one. takes effort. That takes effort. So again, have self-awareness. If someone's going to have to take effort to scan your videos and look at which ones might apply to their fucking thing and... You don't even really know them? Yeah. Yeah, I think there's definitely, it becomes choosy. It just, you
0: know what though? I think the one thing that I would say is if somebody's sending you that many videos, then they don't have the, they shouldn't be butthurt if you don't watch them all. Because who the fuck has the time to watch all the videos that you're sending, you know? So I think it, if they, they watch something and they're like, oh, I think this dude will think it's funny. And then they just keep sending them, sending them, sending them. All right, whatever, but I'm not. I'm letting you know I'm not going to watch them all if you're sending 400 videos at a time.
1: You know. And this is a Kakui service announcement. If you're going to send me videos, please be about making money, or something hella, hella funny where anybody would laugh, or Bay Area music, or you know, just send something that you guys. If you guys listen to the show, you know the shit that I'm into. Just make it something that I'm into. Don't try to convert me to Judaism, and don't try to sell me your fucking lawn mowing service. And, you know, and, and I because I even got a buddy, bro, he sends me shit in Spanish and uh, they're hella funny. But guess what, bro? I get a whole bunch more in Spanish now because of it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And, yes. and Well, so I, like just...
0: I told you, Doug, that I'll fucking there's some shit that I enjoy sometimes where they're showing like some Mexicans working on a house and they're showing you a well, hat it, on the job. And so, yeah, I'm going to Doug. Now I'm going to see that. And I'm like, I watch a couple of those and either I got something from it because it was like informative. Right. Yeah. Or something but I'm like, I don't want that shit on my TikTok. That's not why I come to TikTok, you know? So I'm not, I'm going to try not to watch all of those because I don't want right. it to fuck up my algorithm to now where, you know, you like to watch different shit, maybe about finance. For you maybe, page and maybe, shit. Yeah. Maybe you want to watch something like, you know, some booty cheeks bouncing or some fucking finance shit where it's going to help you. Hey, I never knew yes. that shit. And I love now, that all you have is fucking a bunch of Mexicans working on concrete. And you're like, what the fuck, dog? Like, if I wanted to see that shit, I could fucking go outside and do
1: it myself, you know? So. Yeah, yeah, no. And and the thing is too, it also, I do like those videos, but, and, and, and you know what? And I'm going to just put it out there. It's Mito. And he doesn't send them very often. He gets it. He's got TikTok etiquette. So he'll send me maybe more than I send you. He might send me five to seven a week, but because he doesn't abuse it, I watch them when he sends them. They're funny as hell. I laugh my dick off. And then I go back to my TikTok. You know what I'm saying? And he doesn't send me enough where it fucking invades my algorithm. Can we do, can we do a new hashtag, dog? What's that? Fucking hashtag
0: tetiquette. TikTok etiquette. Yes. Hashtag you got it. If you don't have
1: etiquette, where the fuck you at? That's all right. I'm saying. No, no. It's just self-awareness. Just because you have a platform and everyone damn near has one of these things. And it allows you to use your fucking platform. That's great. But fucking dude, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should, motherfucker. Think about it before you hit that send button. Is it worth it? Let the little voice in your head, little cuckoo, can just pop up like the, little, <laughs> like the little fucking bubble and shit. Is it worth it? Is this going to make this person laugh? Am I getting on their nerves or am I being a good dude? Oh, let me see. Tedikit. Wash your butt. We're gonna make these things famous one
0: day. For sure, hundred percent, dog. And um, you know what? I, I real quick, I want to talk about something where, where I could, I was almost a fucking asshole. I was almost a fucking. Dick Were you the hair around it too? And I'm glad I was. Yeah, I was the four hairs around it. So I'm glad I wasn't. And let me tell you why. Because I put on some random comedian the other day, and when he started talking, he had an obvious speech impediment, and <laughs> turned out he was fucking. Um, he was really hard of hearing basically deaf right so when i heard him talking i was like oh fuck man i was like if i listen to this shit i'm like i'm not gonna be able to i'm not gonna be able to concentrate on his shit because i'm gonna be fucking distracted you know but i said you know what i don't want to be a dickhead you know what let me give this dude a chance because this shit has like two million views his name was dj demers or Demers. i'm not sure how you pronounce his name but it has like two million views on youtube i'm like hey two million people got something out of this i gotta fucking let me check him out so i checked it out doug and his shit was pretty funny it was there was some shit that i i I mentioned this to luis i talked to him over the weekend and i told him the shit was a little more sitcom-y a little more cheesy but it was still enjoyable and it was it was funny so if i would have just Doug, if i would have just let my prejudice be like oh this dude's fucking has a speech impediment I'm not going to be able to enjoy it. I'm going to move on and watch something else. That would have been fucked up, anyways. And, and then, also, there was another special that I watched from some dude I never heard of, and the entire special was in black and white. And that was another one. Does this relate I, to my watching the Elvis movie, bro? <laughs> nah, I'm not trying to do. No, that's not what I'm. Am, doing. I, not, why, am I not watching Elvis because he's Smelvis? But no, I put on this dude that was in black and white, and I was like, I started it, and I was like, I don't know, Doug. Like, Again, he had, like, 670,000 views on it. And I'm like, hey, half a million people... I mean, there has to be something here, right? So I fucking watched it, and I, I was like, this shit, though, actually was really fucking good. His shit was, I mean, I would say even better than that DJ Deemers dude. And so I was
1: just like... See, yeah. and then, then the views don't count. Sometimes the less views, you got the better comic. You do, just like us. We might have fucking...
0: We're the second years.
1: best podcast out might, there behind We might have Rich.
0: fucking 340 some odd people subscribe to our channel, but we're the fucking second best, Doug. I think if you want to talk to me about the, the podcast order, I think Cavino and Rich are probably number one. Obviously. I'll say we're a close second. And then yeah. I think Joe Rogan's right behind us. So that's just me, Doug. I would say if Joe Rogan steps his shit up a little bit,
1: maybe Bro. he'll be as good as us one day. That's Bro, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to call it out right here. And again, I don't always agree with Rich Davis. But before the Kakui listens to Joe Rogan, I'm gonna put on "Have Kids." They say. And you know what? Um, somebody and no, oh, and and before that though, you know what? I'm coming, in. you know what? Back up,
0: rewind.
1: Uh, I'm gonna tell you guy. right now, here and there, I'm saying it as I look into the motherfucking camera. Number three in my book, number three in my book is a two-way tie between the Draymond Green show. And I've been listening to that shit. Not just since they got the media fucking bullshit. But it's the Draymond Green Show and the That's Wild podcast.
0: Damn, those are some good number threes that are tied for. I haven't checked out Draymond, so I can't vouch for him. But I could definitely vouch for That's Wild. So, Shout out those Tito those and homies. Heath. So, yeah, man. Um, I'm trying to think of... Let me see. Cavino had his fucking flight mares. I know... Dog, you know what's crazy and it sucks? I think one of the things that blows about living on different coasts... Johnny Depp blow? Is, yeah. Actually, I watched that again the other day, dog, and I was... Because the Amber Heard trial, huh? You know what? Yeah, and it's fucking funny because me and my buddy Johnny... Radio. Dog, me and my buddy Johnny were always like... We would joke about us being fucking Johnny Depp and then fucking Ethan Suplee, Tuna, on fucking on um blow you remember tuna right mm, vaguely he was the big friend so it was johnny oh, yeah. depp was a skinny little dude and then the big friend tuna and yeah. i always felt like like we would joke about how that was us and shit because it was the skinny little dude and then the big ass dude friend you know and mm-hmm. um You're so tuna, bro, or what? i was tuna dog in this scenario so um yeah but fucking shout out oh, to fucking shout out to johnny depp dog
1: i know he listens so yeah, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, you know what? I got, I got, I got a the one thing that kind of fired me up a lot was Rich talking down on Covino's seats at the game at the Yankees. The Yankees game. game, you're right, and that shit fucking fired me up because I, you know what, bro? I've been to a couple of NBA Finals games. And uh those seats aren't cheap, dude. And even the Yankee like regular season game, it's the fucking Yankees, right? That's one of the most storied franchises in America. I mean, when you start thinking about them, you're you're thinking Lakers, Cowboys, Yankees, right? I mean, if you feel free to throw a couple other ones in there, but and I don't like any of the three, but it is what it is, those are just iconic teams in sport in our country. And so back to me, I went to the Warrior game, and you know, and I was up there, bro. I went to the finals a couple times. I was there when they were playing OKC and they were down 3-1 against Kevin Durant. And uh, on that playoff game and all of those games, bro, I'm up in the upper deck, straight out. I'm not against the wall, but I'm probably a few rows from the top wall. And uh, anyone that knows, especially if you're a Raider fan, and you've been to Raider games, half the experience is the vibe. You could go to a Raider game. And not even go in to watch the fucking game. You could have a TV in the fucking parking lot and just feel that parking lot energy. And that is so much more that you would get from being at home. And you know, we got these big ass screens now. So I mean, the home experience, if you got the right surround sound or sound bar and you got a dope ass fucking TV, those are pretty good experiences too. But the one thing you can't replace is the energy you feel when you walk in the motherfucking building. And and I thought it was kind of I don't know if sometimes Rich just needs something to talk about, but like it was it was petty. It was yeah. really, really, really petty and judgy and Doug, you know, one of the things I've never done
0: that I think would be fucking awesome is that if I'm watching say I'm watching the NBA Finals and they have fucking the Lakers are in Boston, right? And and the Lakers are in Boston, they're playing, but they open up the Staples Center and they throw that bitch on the fucking big screen. Have you ever been to a show like that where You're going to the actual stadium,
1: but the dudes are
0: on the East Coast or something? Yes.
1: I went to the watch party against Cleveland in 2000. I don't know if it was 15 or 16. I'll even take it a step further, bro. When the the Warriors lost, I believe it was 2013, to the Clippers in the playoffs. And we actually got to the second round and Chris Paul and the Clippers beat us. They had a fan appreciation rally later that week at Oracle Arena. And there was only like 5,000 people there. And I was there, bro, at the appreciation rally in 2013 how does it work doug when it comes
0: to like tickets and shit because i feel like in a scenario like that if you are higher i kind of
1: feel like it's better to see the big ass big screens. oh no that one you had your your pick it wasn't even assigned seating i think you just paid for the parking oh and maybe, really and maybe like five or ten bucks to get in the door because it was, a, it was a fan appreciation rally yeah now i think the viewing when we went for the home viewing you did have to buy a ticket Um, and there was assigned seating on the viewing, but I think it was only like a hundred bucks a ticket. Whereas if you went to the actual game, I think I paid like six or 700 bucks a ticket.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I think that would be dope. And again, like you're saying the vibe, right? You're there. It doesn't even matter if the dudes aren't on the fucking court. Now it's the vibe. It's something
1: like I know, uh, you can't replace fucking 19,000 warrior fans. Yeah. Stadium. And they're still and it's still business as usual, usual. You're still able to buy beer and get hot dogs and all the bullshit. Like they're not missing out. All all the The venue is doing is taking another opportunity to make more money like they didn't make it at the gate per se because you don't got them fucking fifty thousand dollar courtside seats and all the bullshit but you still got 19 motherfucking thousand people in a building and it's paying for the concession people and the popcorn and the hot dogs and the beer and all the bullshit it's genius that is Doug that's actually really
0: fucking cool I know when for my fucking 30th birthday my girl took me to the Staples Center and we were we were pretty fucking high up, and you know what? That didn't take away well, from. Well, I'm any always of the high experience. up, bro. Dog, that didn't take. I ain't got to be at the stadium. It didn't take up from and take away from any of the experience because it was such a fucking dog. We were there; it was a fucking dope ass shit. It was like Legends Night, and they had fucking old ass people like Robert Ori and shit show up, and it was fucking awesome. Doug, I don't. I'm not gonna be like, oh, you know, I went and I fucking was um on the fucking I was on uh, the second tier as as opposed to the upper deck or some shit like to me it was fucking dope you know like you said the people next to you you guys are all vibing and shit dog even though you're like you're barely getting to know these people and shit because you guys are kind of bullshitting right it was still fucking it was fun as fuck
1: well think about a performer like who's our best performer here in america is it beyonce like what demand madonna who what shows demand the most that had the most clout who would you say Ah, uh, the most clout for. It used to be Michael Jackson and Prince. Remember they used to Dude. Yeah, like so these think about it even shows. like that. So even think about that, bro. Let's think about the halftime show, for example. Yeah. Having all those dudes. When you were at the Super Bowl, did it matter that you were at the fucking thirty fifth fucking row in the fucking top seat? Like, right. are you bitching about that? If you got into that Super Bowl and were able to watch the game and watch that performance, really, are you complaining if you had the worst seat in the building? No, I'm you're not. You're
0: fucking stoked that you're there,
1: right? You're fucking. I'm, excited. I'm not. Rich you know what David I'm saying? I, I, Rich is complaining. Oh, we could have just been, but I had to take Sarah and there would have been another 10,000 each. So I'm driving to Texas. and You know, he can save money in the fucking going to the Dollar Tree at 40 and fucking drive to Texas because he don't want to pay fucking crazy ass fees, boy. But he sure as fuck finds good reason to fucking make fun of you if you don't spend them at the fucking game on better seats.
0: Yeah. No, and I think that's just the thing is that when I, I saw the pictures and shit. I was thinking, hey, that's fucking dope cuz we don't got to see his cousins that like yes, he said. Cousins. It was it was his mom's sons, right, him and Tommy, and her brothers that oh, have God. passed away, their kids. You. you know? So they got to fucking they got to be here cousins that they never really get to see each other. They got to go out and have this experience. They were having a good ass, good ass time. You could see it on their faces, dog. They're like, "I'm here with my fucking family. This
1: shit's dope." Right. You know? And right. then for somebody to say, "Oh, Weak-ass seats. Well, and think about it, bro. They could have did that at the movies. So the fact that they went to a fucking Yankee game and enjoyed that moment, come on, man. I don't see how you knock it. And you know what? I'm going to say this right here, too. I was a Raiders season ticket holder from 2006 until 2018. And I won't explain all the little bumps in the middle that the Raiders did, but for the most part, those tickets, bro, were $25 a seat. They were $25 a seat. The whole season package cost four hundred and ten bucks. Okay. And that was for two seats. And the Raiders fucking ghetto ass would let, let you make layaway payments where you're making like a hundred dollar payment in March. April, May, and then like June 10th, the fucking final payment was due. So that's fucking dope. Talk about fucking uh, talk about being there. You know me, bro. You already know how I get down. I find the deals. I'm fucking, you know me, I figure it out. So why would you not have season tickets? And so the thing was, is like, they were so cheap that if I couldn't, when the Raiders sucked ass and you couldn't even sell them, you had to give the tickets away. If I missed a game, it was only 50 bucks. So am I really trying to fucking buy $500 seats and go once a year or fucking live two and a half hours from Oakland, where if I had the day off, I can just fly down there. And yeah, I'm in section 352, Row 10, seat six and seven. And then when they remodeled and they've covered up those seats, I was in section 336. But the thing is, is like, again, I'm with my family. The season ticket holders usually hang out with each other because once you go to five six seven games a year you start to see the same faces and shit and then you're all fucked up around those people and then by the third or fourth game when the chick in front of you whips out her fucking gallon baggie of fucking vodka or her straw because she snuck it in and shit like it's it feels like family and i don't know bro again i think i told you on the last episode that we we, we lost <laughs> my theory with that
0: yeah and you know what though the thing is that I have a quick question because I've never been a season ticket holder. So I, I have a question. So when okay. you're doing that, are you buying, like you said, section, you know, thirty seven row B, seats A and B or whatever the fuck? Are you is are those your seats for the season then? Like it's yes. not like
1: okay, so yes. you, you those are your you fucking all know seats you own those seats. And and you have the opportunity to renew as well. So now that they're in Vegas, like in the Niners and Santa Clara, they got some like PSL. So when they build these new stadiums, like you got to pay like 20, 30, 50 G's for the right to own those seats for 10, 20, whatever it is. I mean, you guys can look it up but there's, there's a gimmick with it. But with this one, there wasn't. So ever since I was a season ticket holder from Oh six, you didn't have to give them 10 grand. It was just by the seats. And so what would happen is the next year when it would renew, as long as you put your deposit down by the deadline, they were always going to be your seats. Like they weren't going to take them from you unless you didn't want them anymore. Yeah. You know what? That, that sounds fucking awesome, man.
0: And like, and, and it makes sense now, like you said, you're, you're, you're in those seats. They're yours. So if there's people Bro. around you that are season ticket holders, you, you, be, you made new
1: friends and shit, you know? Well, well and I told you my theory on the, on the, the episode that we lost was mm. that whenever you take a cruise, and I've taken probably 15 or 20 of them, the little fucking Long Beach to Ensenada and back, and I took one of the Caribbeans. Little cheap ones, though. But the thing is, the reason I've taken 15 to 20 is because only two or three of those I paid for the fucking balcony room. I always get the cheapest fucking room. Number one, if I'm drinking at 3 a.m., I don't want there to be a window where the light wakes me up at fucking 6 a.m. I I need to Mm -hmm. sleep in the dark. But number two, you're more likely to be around people on that fifth or that sixth deck where the, the the cheap fucking rooms are that are like you. You're more likely to be around people in that Raiders upper deck that are like you. They're normal, hardworking, everyday people that don't fucking waste money excessively. So when they enjoy shit... They do it on a budget, right? Like they're smart. And so they're more like you. So, you know, when you start staying in the upper deck of these fucking cruises with the with the balcony, good luck finding someone else that's partying at 4 a.m. with their fucking door open and the music playing. But on deck five, that was $1.99 for you to get on that fucking boat for three days and eat for free. They're going to have the doors open, bumping music, <laughs> yeah. motherfuckers walking up and down the halls. Bumping uglies. Bumping and music right. and uglies. And then just – at the same time at the 50-yard line, row 10, no one is whipping out a bottle of, I mean a bag of vodka they hid in their titty with a straw, fucking getting drunk, bro. They're fucking it's not the same vibe, dude.
0: Episode number 136. Are we fucking you know what? I think we're about ready to wrap this shit up. There's gonna be very limited editing on this shit, so we can get it out to you guys. So you could listen to this at your barbecue, your fourth of July barbecue. You could check this shit out. So here we go. After show but later. It's your boys D and El Kakui. We will see you in episode number 137. El Kakui, you yeah, have baseline tray ready?
1: On the road to the riches, because it's all about the paper. Now buckle up your seats and prepare for the journey. Let the music ease your soul, grab a spiff and start burning. Uh, relax with us and take a trip to the heavens and come and spend a day in the 757.